Welcome to the Twisted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, broadcasting from our studios in East Tennessee and Central Florida, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for episode two of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. We made it through week one and we appreciate it all of the support we got and we are back for another so uh jack say hello hey everybody how's it going tonight yes and uh i'm chris and we're here with a little bit of a longer news segment this week so as you uh know if you listen last week we always start off with news you think we should just jump straight into it yeah i i mean let's keep the intro short and sweet Try not to drag out too much. So with that, we're jumping right in. Uh, one of the biggest stories that happened this week, and we're going to talk about it a lot more in the back half of the show, is Dorney Park is getting a new coaster. The drought is over. It, it's been a while. And uh, what they're getting look, certainly looks like it's going to deliver. A uh, gravity group, it's looking like. I mean, i say it's semi up for debate still, but... Yeah, do you want, we can walk through, we spent, oh, I'd say an hour, or maybe, probably longer, analyzing these plans the other day, mm-hmm. um, so just kind of we'll walk through what, like, we figured out from it. Our whole thought process, should we just go through everything we thought? I mean, we can, and I mean, you know, I might, might as well, so All right, I'll well, post a picture of it on Twitter, I have multiple copies of plans just completely marked up we spent a lot of time going through this yeah um our our first thoughts like we literally had no idea at first we were super confused until we like actually started just dig deep and put everything together Mm -hmm. um at first what did we think at first at first we thought gravity group or gci right yeah, first we were thinking Gravity Group or GCI. So the number one, the first theory that everyone was suggesting was, oh, it's an RMC Raptor. And it would fit on this plot of land. Like, two of the like clones would fit on this plot of land. But the big thing we first noticed was the footers use, like, the giant, like, concrete slabs instead of, like, individual small ones like you would see on a, most coasters. It's <laughs> just the giant slab of concrete and so our like initial thoughts were we've seen those on uh, gravity group rides which are the two i come to mind at first are zdt switchback and kentucky flyer and then there's also a couple gcis that use something like this um the most notable being gold striker at california's great america so yes so that was our original thoughts and then we we kind of I'd say disregarded that slightly, thinking differently. We, uh, at first, we kind of, I'd almost say ignored the westernmost part of these plans. And we're looking at the first, and we were thinking that it was going to be like a launched shuttle coaster for a little bit there. We were thinking yeah. Mach or Gerslauer Infinity launch shuttle. Yeah, and I think, I think part of that was the gravity group and GCI just felt so right. We were trying to find a way to prove it was wrong and yeah spoiler alert we couldn't find a way to prove it was wrong but we'll continue down our 
Well, and even then, like, I feel like kind of what we had was a good idea and still could have worked, but there was just more pointing towards Gravity Group. Yeah, we were, and I'll even, I don't think I told you, but there was a hot second where I seriously was like, is this Kanonen? <laughs> like, for a no, hot you didn't second, tell me that. I was sitting there and I literally spent like 10 minutes. There was 10 minutes when I was like unresponsive to you. I think it was because I was like feverishly Googling Canone and trying to figure out if it would fit or not. Yeah. We, we thought that just the East side was launch coaster. Cause we didn't really pay attention to the West. And then uh, there was a picture posted on Reddit where somebody kind of drew out where the layout would go. Mm-hmm. And, and we started from that. We started the piece together everything we'd figured out yeah at at first i was so set on like this could be a launch coaster that i thought where the lift hill is going to be if you look at the plans i thought that was going to be a first launch with like a short section with like maybe an inversion and some airtime hills Mm kind of like pantheon's gonna have and then a second long launch where the shuttle coaster portion is going to be but then we we went back to the idea of like oh wait well where the layout's marked out this is where those uh, footers are going to be in there still like how gravity groups gonna gonna do it or have done it before so that's when we kind of turn towards gravity group and we're yeah, like and yeah we picked up on a, some of the footers were really easy to figure out where they were and some of them were kind of hard and then we picked up on what would be like a switch track footer and that kind of started everything and we were we would have figured it out on our own the reddit post helped speed it along a little mm-hmm. but we were right there we were about to we had pretty much figured it out at this point well i think some of the interesting things so we'll talk a little bit about what this layout's going to entail you're going to turn right out of the station and go up a lift hill 106 feet tall uh do a really sharp turnaround like a mind blown you've got a drop with a turn to the left at the bottom looks like some airtime hills the switch track to go back to the stations and there's somewhere and this is where it starts to get interesting because it's so like I a think, straight shot. Well, you, you've got the long straight shot. My bet would be it's probably just going to be like some smaller bunny hills, maybe mm-hmm. a double up or something, or double yeah. down. And then the first thing that happens is you've got the like 180, maybe a little more like turnaround. I'm going to bet that's like an overbank, like voyage style turnaround, or I think Z or um, Switchback has like some overbanks like that too. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that is. Do you, you agree you have something different? No, I definitely agree that there's probably overbanks and Switchback does have overbanks like that, which are awesome going backwards. Yeah, well, and then I think this is where I'm starting to get, I think, thinking out of the box. I think the next thing, there's an inversion on this ride. I'm convinced of it. Oh, yeah. I think it's one of the points of the crossover. Yeah, I think I haven't decided if it's going the first one, which is what we're about to. It's I If it's like that, it's going to be like on Mind Blower, the Zero-G on Mind Blower. Yeah. You do the turn. I can tell that that is turn is low to the ground because there's a little place where the concrete just kind of juts out into the middle. And I bet money that's where like stair access will be for the um, catwalks in case it were the valley or something. And then you turn around. If it's the inversions on that second area, I think it's a corkscrew like on um, Hades. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Whichever uh, one of that crossovers, the elevated portion will will be where the inversion is. Yeah, there's definitely an inversion in there. Then you've got the spike. Do the whole thing backwards, and yeah. 
now that you uh, mentioned potentially a double up or a double down in that straight section, I really hope that it's a double up forwards and a double down backwards because a double down backwards, that sounds really cool. Well, in theory, if it doubles up going four, if it doubles up, it's going to have to double down because I bet money that it's not like double up and then spiral down overbank. I bet you, I think that overbanks an overbank, you start low, go high, and then end low again. So you I might mean, get a double, double. Get you might get a double, up, double down forwards and backwards. Who knows? But I'd be super cool with that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing to take away is this ride looks awesome. Um, yeah, it's almost double the height of switchbacks. So, and you've ridden switchback, right? Yes. And I am not. I want to ride it really bad, but you like it, so I think this is going to be what. When I first heard that it was going to be a gravity group like Switchback, I was honestly semi-disappointed at the idea because Switchback is awesome, but it's like, it's it's short and it's small. So I was thinking, but Dorney's like pretty decent sized park. It's Cedar Fair. You know, I wouldn't think for them to, to add something on that scale. But then I, I realized, oh wait, this thing's 106 feet tall. So this is going to be a fairly short ride, but it's like going to be just bigger than Switchback. And it's going to have more intense elements i have a feeling yeah with everything hoping, being larger i'm really hoping this thing gives off like a really good like voyage feel yeah um the other thing i think that we should consider is with cedar fair or with all of the most recent coasters they've done theming so copperhead strike mystic timbers steel vengeance twisted timbers all have been themed this is a ride with it being it's a fairly decent sized wood coaster, but we can tell it's still not going to be the most expensive of our eyes. So I'm mm-hmm. really hoping they go all out theme this thing real good. That whole part of the park had like a, it almost had like a Rivertown feel before Rivertown became good. You never got to experience pre 2017 Rivertown. Yeah, I it did. Wasn't, I was just oh, young and don't remember it. Well, yeah, you did. It wasn't good. It was not good. This brings up an interesting point because, okay, I haven't been to Dorney yet. I'm probably going to go this year, but you have. Is Does Dorney feel like a smaller size Cedar Fair Park, kind of like Michigan's Adventure, or does it feel more like a Carowinds, King's Dominion, Canada's Wonderland in that range? It's the in-between. Okay, because my thought was if Cedar Fair was adding a coaster like this to Valley Fair or Michigan's Adventure, I'm not sure they would do theming since it's one of the smaller parks. So I was, I've been thinking like, are they going to do theming for Dorney since it is not towards the top when it comes to like the, the Cedar fair tiers. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if they do, that'd be awesome. But I just, I'm not sure they will. Well, it's one of those parks. It, you, it's not like a Michigan's adventure where you can walk across the entire park in 10 minutes. It's going to take you 15, 20, 30 minutes to get from one side to the other, depending on how fast you're walking and how much you stop. Mm-hmm. Um, the big thing with this park is that it's very, there's one big hill in the middle of the park and there's the upper portion of the park where Hydra, Talon, the entrance is all in the upper portion. You go down the hill, there's a couple of rides on the hill, there's a log flume, uh, the everything, and then you get to the bottom of the hill and you've got, um, Possessed. Uh, the hyper, whatever it's Steel Force, Steel Force, um, Thunderhawk, those are all down there in the bottom. Demon Drop. So it's the park is really split 
Like, and there's a, you can really tell because the hill's right in the middle. Okay. But I guess to answer your question, it really is like the middle ground. Like you feel the vibes of it. It's bigger than Michigan's adventure for sure. Like for sure, for sure. And much better, um, much more greenery. Doesn't feel like a Six Flags Park because Michigan's adventure has places where it feels like a Six Flags Park. Um, so I'm honestly hoping that with it being a cheaper ride and this whole portion of the park has like a wild westy feel already. The buildings are just really dilapidated. And with Possess leaving. Yes, and we'll talk about that. I have theories. I have theories. Possess might be leaving. Probably. I <laughs> got into a debate on someone with someone on Discord today about whether or not it was leaving. Because they were like, oh, but it's not going to be affected by the ride, so it's not leaving. I was like, yes. I can see that side of the argument, but it's not there on the papers. Yeah, and every other ride and building and anything is labeled and present on this map. So yeah. We're kind of going down a rabbit hole here and spending a lot of time on this, but that like honestly <laughs> makes me think even more. Could they be taking a next step to making a theme land? Because if... If they're taking out Possess when really it doesn't look like it's going to be affected by this other ride's layout at all, mm -hmm. could they be doing that just to relocate it somewhere else and create a new theme around this whole area and actually do something good with it? Well, and I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I feel like this would feel... You could do a theme like Wild West so well and fit the sim with, within the Cedar Fair universe. That's that would be amazing. Saying. Like, there's a Cedar Fair universe now where you've got Steel Vengeance and Twisted Timbers and you go to the parks and you see the signs and it's all related. That's so, yeah, I know it's really cool what they're doing. I think so. Here's what I'm gonna say I think when we go to Carowinds this year, and when we go to all the other parks that have these rides that are in the universe, we probably should watch and see if any new signs show up. Because if anything, referencing that's Allentown true. Because didn't Dorney Mystic Timbers Q have Steel Vengeance in it? There that got added later, but like, oh, okay, there were signs. You gotta remember, like, when they were teasing um, Copperhead Strike. There were signs at Carowinds saying wood from the Miami River Lumber Company. And at Kings Island, there were a couple of tiny little details that got added, like nodding to Copperhead. So I yeah. think it's definitely a possibility we could see a Dorney Park sign pop up at Carowinds this year. They're throwing Dorney into the universe. Yeah, because there's, you have to do, when you go to Carowinds, there's a couple things you have to do this time. You need to, one, ride Copperhead Strike, because it's amazing. I will. And then you also need to go in the, like, Granny's restaurant right there across from Copperhead Strike okay. and just walk around and look at all the signs because they're amazing. And Red Fury. And Red Fury. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, there's a reference there. When you're at King's Dominion in the queue line for Twisted Timbers, you've got Woodsheds 3 and 4, and then you realize they hung signs up at uh, – King's Island that say Woodshed 1 and 2. Yeah. So. I noticed that as our well. rabbit hole, but I think definitely this could be awesome. But like I said, Possessed isn't on here. They literally have everything else. They even have, they've got like the basketball game and the climb challenge and like all this other stuff is just literally listed out perfectly. But no Possessed. Here. But there's no Possessed. And they've even got the little like car ride on the other side of the creek. It's actually fun. The, the flyers there. are there, aren't they? Yeah, the flyers are there. And the other thing I said uh, to the person I was uh, discussing it with on Discord, I said, 
why go through the trouble to make the site plan like several feet or several like inches bigger than it needs to be if you're not going to do anything over there it's like in theory they could have cut it off right where they were going to stop doing work you know they felt the need to include the entire plot of land that possessed occupies and show it empty yeah it's going to be interesting to see what happens possessed if it gets taken out i expect it to be relocated i'd say yeah, we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. in the back half of the show. So that's our tangent about Dorney Park's 2021 coaster. That was our big thing this week. We had a lot of fun well, talking about I that. I mean, there, there's still one other thing. What year's it opening? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, we're going so in-depth on this, I feel like, and just taking too long. So let's try to do this quick. But it, We're good. We're I think we're fine. So Yeah. Um, so this got pulled from a, a planning meeting. To uh, be discussed. Yeah, yeah, because it was submitted to discuss, and then they pulled it to discuss. Oh, take that as you want. Take that as they're putting it on a shelf and not going to do anything for a while, or it just got delayed because of the virus. Yeah, my thoughts on it, and I I don't know enough about if Allentown is still doing in-person board meetings or if they're doing online. I assume they're doing online. But with this, they may have put like a statement out to everyone. It's like, if you don't think yours is essential, please withdraw your application for the time being. Like, that was my thought. Like, and, this is yeah. like essential. And weren't there like two, two other things that were going to be discussed at this meeting that got pulled back as well? Yeah, two other things that got pulled out. Yeah, so, so most likely it just got pushed back and it will definitely happen. It's just. When? 2021 or 2022? Probably one of those years, mm-hmm. I'd say. I'm I'm still leaning towards 2021, personally. Because yeah. you figure that this all blows over if it did get pushed back because of the virus by, like, let's say, uh, late May or early June. They can probably, I'd say they still have enough time to get it ready for 2021, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. And I think, for sure, I think the uh, planning committee would want to approve this because you're going to want to stimulate the economy after this is all over. And what's a great way to do that? An est coaster at your local amusement park is going to do it because, yeah, this it's not the tallest or fastest, but they've got the first shuttle wooden shuttle coaster on the East Coast and tallest wooden shuttle coaster and fastest. Potentially the first wooden shuttle with an inversion. Yep, first wooden shuttle with an inversion. First wooden shuttle, we don't know enough about the spike. It could be be beyond vertical or something like that. But What if they do an inverted spike? I thought about that. Like, what if it were like a half loop or something? Like that weird ride and whatever. That, the Gerslauer, right? We're thinking of the same one? I think it's, what's it called? Is it Fury? It might, I, I know it's one of two, it's I'm pretty Cobra sure. Cobra at Coneyland in Lipsworld, Switzerland. Oh, you're thinking of that. What I was thinking of, more like something, I'm pretty sure Gerslauer did something recently where it it's a spike, but oh. it just goes straight 180 and you hang there upside down. Mystique um, or something. Mystic, yes. Mystic, I'm pretty sure that's it. Myst- now, yeah, now Mystic, well, be, yeah, this one. I'm sending you the link. And yeah, I'm these looking are the up two. I was thinking about something right like this. I put it in general. I'm looking at it. 
but yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the one with the inverted spike. That's what I'm thinking. Just, yeah, yeah. It's just like a normal spike at an angle that goes upside down. Honestly, it's kind of like Discovery Kingdom's impulse, too, in a way. Yeah. I don't know. We're we're really going off on a tangent here about yeah. this. Yeah. No, so okay. those are our thoughts on the Dorney 2021 to 2022 coaster. Which is um, very exciting. Yes, we're super excited. As you can tell, we spent like 20 minutes talking about that. We have thought way too much about this ride. Um, well, it's, it's some of the only good news we've got. But we're going to talk a little bit more about it in the back half. Nowhere near as in detail. But let us know what you think on Twitter. I'll post my uh, marked up plans along with the show so y'all can look at what I think about it and we'll see what's happening with that. So all right, up and for next, our second story, we got, also have a ride. Yeah. This one very exciting as well. All you great adventure fanboys thought you were getting a unique ride. <laughs> nah, this is Six Flags. We don't give out unique rides. Come on. Magic Mountain's so, getting a Jersey Devil too. Yeah, pretty much with a turn with an extra turn and an extra airtime help. That's the like pretty much only differences. On so. the plans, it almost looks like a wave turn, which is which is cool. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was my thoughts. It looks like it's gonna be like a wave turn type thing. Which uh, but, I'd rather have a wave turn than just a normal turn. So that's a good change, I'd say. Well, mm-hmm. I yeah, there's not much to be said here. It looks like they're adding in a um, Jersey Devil clone pretty much exact right where uh green lantern was so um name and theme prediction so we we were talking about this Mm -hmm. and uh the one that i thought of was that they'll probably just reuse the entrance plaza and queue line that green lantern has and just call it green lantern yeah that's the most simple one but my thoughts have kind of changed since then since they just got rid of it, I'm wondering if Six Flags will go with something different. Because, I mean, if you're trying to market this thing and you say, uh, come ride Green Lantern, that might confuse some people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I almost, I've kind of been leaning towards Joker since I they don't have a coaster theme to Joker yet. Yeah, that makes sense. If they do that, that'd be cool. I could see a green and purple raptor. I think that'd look real nice there. And I know also, it uh, doesn't it partially go over a water ride that they have over there near it? Yeah. I think it goes right over a... Um, I'm just going to pull up the Google Maps now so I can remember. Because I, I watched uh, someone's video about it, and I'm... Sorry if I can't remember. I can't remember who it was. I think it was uh, whoever had first actually shown the plans. And I think they said that this water ride only operates like a few months out of the year. So it wouldn't be like too far out of the equation for them to potentially just get rid of it entirely. Yeah, I'm looking. It doesn't operate that often. But if if they can build this ride without having to remove it, then that'd be that'd work out fine, too. Yeah, there's a um Oh, it's like a um Congo Falls. Just it's a shoot to shoot like real quick type thing. Up up turn yeah. drop splash turn back in the station. I'm trying to look at it. It was pretty sure 
Yeah, I can't. I don't remember whose video it was, but they discussed it. Um, whoever released or whoever found the plans first. But Magic Mountain getting a raptor. Of course, they're going to send a big coaster to Magic Mountain again. What is this going to be like? Their twenty first? No, this will be the twentieth. Their twentieth. Okay. Because they tore one out while they were building what would have been their twentieth. What did they take out? Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's more exciting news. We, we actually had a day of, like, good news with yeah, Thorny like and Magic Mountain. All one day. It was great. So. Yeah. All so right. up next we've got Bob Iger is not back, but is back as helping kind of the CEO, back. I guess, now. Yeah. We, I think both of us can agree that we haven't looked into this too much. Yeah, but it yeah. just felt like something worth mentioning because it was kind of like going crazy on Diz Twitter this week. Yeah, we don't follow Disney stuff as much. I mean, I live near there, so I follow it somewhat, but not as much yeah. as some people. Um, I think the biggest thing... So, um, what's the new Bob's name? This is how much I don't JPEG. follow it. JPEG, yes, that guy. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, he's, like, got thrown into this. Like, literally, Iger steps down, Shapex in, and coronavirus explodes all over the world. Mm-hmm. And so I think it. I think they've brought Iger back in to help just get the company through this because the company, I mean, Disney is being even hit worse than, like, a company like Cedar Point is, like, because they are everything. Mm-hmm. The number of like what they own is so huge. It's just yeah. crazy. I I think this is by no means a, a long term thing. He's probably just here to help. Yeah. Make the big decisions since he's been in this been in kind of similar positions for for longer time, you know. Mm-hmm. He he's had to do stuff like this before. So it makes sense for them for him to come back for a little bit because I'm sure he does truly care about guiding everything through here, even with him stepping away. So no surprise to me that he came back for this. Yeah, he, um, he was in charge. I'm looking at it. He was the COO from 2000 to 2005 when he took over CEO. So he was, an exec in the company when the last major thing that shut our country down, 9-11, happened. So he's been through the most similar situation to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's definitely a good move to bring him back. Because yeah. when this is all over, we still want uh, the Parks and ESPN and Fox News and whatever. We want all that to still be around eventually. So Yeah. And... Uh... Moving on to something a little more positive. Yeah. Indiana Beach may be coming back. I hope. Mm. I was ser- like, seriously, I know everyone was saying it, but we were seriously going to go this summer. And it was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're hearing rumors that they might have a buyer and it could be announced this week. That would be some much-needed, amazing good news. So. Yes, because I, uh, I could be going to Great America sometime within the next like year and a half or somewhere around that. 
And uh, if I do that, I'm trying to go to Indiana Beach as well. So I'd love for them to reopen so that I'll have the opportunity since it's fast approaching. If they reopen, it will be a priority to get to because I'm not taking risks. No no more risks. It's like I want to go. But the biggest Uh, thing, though, I think, and this is just proof that karma is amazing. Apex went bankrupt. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that they said uh, none of the parks that they have right now will be affected. So that's that's good. But Apex going bankrupt, I guess you could call it karma for dropping Indiana Beach in Fantasy Island. Yeah, I mean, take it as you will. But so, yeah, Indiana Beach, please, 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 please reopen. We'll join the courses of everyone else singing it and say reopen, please. Next up, um, going back to, we talked a bit about Jersey Devil earlier. We've got Jersey Devil has stopped construction indefinitely. This mm-hmm. is a mega sad moment. Yeah, they stopped on Friday, I think it was. Um, they had known about it for a few days at that point, I'm pretty sure, that they were going to have to stop. Uh, that's That's not good, because... I'm probably going to get together this year if everything clears up and I'd like to ride it, but I'm keeping my expectations super low. and It's not looking good, unless they somehow come back relatively soon and just go super fast, put everything up, get the testing. But yeah. I'm I'm expecting the worst with it. I'm honestly hoping that when they found out they were going to have to stop construction, they said, let's haul on this thing and get as much done before as we can. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much they have done. I haven't seen an update from since they stopped. Yeah. But I'm really hoping they got a ton of stuff done in those two or three days, like just nonstop work. But we shall see. Hopefully we'll get an update soon on it. Because I'm curious yep. to see if they did anything else in those two days or if they just stopped. I think I did see something that they'd done a little bit more, but I don't, I'm not sure how much. Yeah. And our last little news story we have for today. Um, Universal in Beijing is building a Hulk clone, which we've known about for a while. And we recently got to see pictures of... Uh, of the launch tunnel, and it looks awesome. Yes, this ride looks amazing. Um, you and I are both fans of Hulk in at in Universal Studios Island of Adventure. Mm-hmm. I really love Hulk. It's a great ride. Like it really is one of the rides that I could just ride all day. It's just so much fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to, it was uh, definitely it, my favorite ride at Islands of Adventure. Oh yeah. But with I haven't Hagrid's heard Hagrid yet. Op- I was going to say, with Hagrid's open now, I'm not sure if it will stay that way, but Hulk was fantastic. Yeah. I, I live in Florida, and I haven't ridden Hagrid yet, but hopefully I will soon. Um, but yes, Universal Studios Beijing Hulk clone. Uh, you, you're into movies. You know the Transformers? No, that's actually one of the few... Dang. That's one of the couple things I don't follow. I don't follow... Ooh. You'll never hear me talk about Transformers, and you're never going to hear me talk about uh, DC Comics, because I'm not a fan of either. Okay. Well, uh, I was going to ask if you knew the name of whatever Transformer that launch tunnel is supposed to be themed to, because I'm pretty sure it is one. 
I've okay, so I'll say I've seen several of the Transformer movies. I never got into them. They just didn't interest me. Um, I'm gonna look it up though. See if I can figure it out. While we're talking, while I'm looking this up, um, you want to talk about our brilliant um, uh, our idea, merchandise for, idea, yeah, merchandise, yeah. So uh, while we were researching for this, I uh, I thought about it because usually when it comes to Universal, we abbreviate like Japan is USJ, Florida USO, uh, USH for Hollywood. So I was thinking, well, this is a new park. I guess it's going to be USB, and. Uh, since it's in Beijing, and Jack had the genius idea of um, well, we both USB did. USB sticks for merchandise. Uh, if they sell those, I think we need a percentage of a uh, of the profit, wouldn't you say? That, or they need to fly us to the park and let us experience it ourselves. Yeah, I'm cool with that too. But yeah, he had a good idea. It's just imagine, it's like, hey, I need a USB stick. So you pull out your Universal Studios Beijing USB stick, and I can see it. It could be like the launch tunnel of the Transformers coaster and you with the track sticking out of the end, and you put that in your computer. Oh, that, okay, you haven't, yep, you're having even better ideas now. I, I mean, I just think it'd be awesome. So if you want to see that, heck. We might have to 3D model one of these and like 3D print like a cover for a USB stick. Yeah, we'll we'll, I, we'll talk about that and if we'll see. Let's so let us know. Would you buy a USB USB stick? Um, I'm I've joined you in the quest to figure out what transformer this is. I I'm having a, like I found pictures of it, but I haven't. I don't know. Like I feel bad that I'm since I'm like the movie person, and I don't know, but I also don't. Cause, like I said, I don't care for these movies. Oh, hey, oh, there's one. If I knew, okay, um, well I can't find it. We can figure this out later. I haven't. I have a guess, but I need to do some more research. Okay, so enough looking at transform. It looks awesome. That's the long story short. So, yes. So, uh, shall we move on to our next segment? Because that's it for weekly news. It was a bit longer yep. this week. We actually had a decent amount of news. Oh, we're already closing in on forty minutes. Okay, hurry up. Off topic. Go. <laughs> uh, let's see what did what happened this week. Um. Not much. Not much is happening in life. Um, I did nothing either. For I, so I've picked. I somehow got lucky and picked one of very few jobs that uh, still goes to work right now. So I've been working a lot. Yeah, I, I've literally done nothing but uh, just sit inside. Yeah, I, I got so bored that I just started. I went outside and I uh, I started dumping a bucket of water on my head just because I was bored and it was hot. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to chill and do stuff with water. And, uh, and I filled up a cooler and just sat in it for a little bit. Huh. That's what I did for fun. This is a dark, dark time. You filled up. Okay. No, I'm just, I'm envisioning this. You just filled up like a cooler and sat in it. A literal cooler and sat in it. Yes. I so wish I could have seen pictures of that. 
this is such a sad time. That's like, what I'm doing. That's for- like the laugh I need is like just to get that picture while I'm at work. I probably would have had to walk away from my register for a bit. I might have one. I'll try to find if it. If you have one, please just send okay. it to me tomorrow around 9 a.m. I'll look. <laughs> so uh, that was our very short off topic since we're already losing time. Yep. So. Do you have a wheel ready, or do you want me to stall while you get a wheel? I'll pull it up right now. You stall. Okay, I'm going to stall. Um, yeah, so... Explain how this works again. Yeah, so this is Ride of the Week. That's, that's a good idea. We should explain how this works. This is Ride of the Week, where you pick a random ride each week and talk about it. Uh, so last week, if you listen to last week's episode, we did Fury 325, and we picked that one for a specific reason. We're moving into our normal format of it now, which is basically we're going to pick four coasters off our CDB, all similar to each other somehow, put them on a wheel, spin that wheel, and whatever coaster we land on, we both have to give our spot reviews or impressions, depending on if we've ridden it or not. Mm-hmm. So, I have the wheel ready. So, shall and, we uh, say the options? Yeah, so this week is uh, being an invert week. It's We've got, or the next four weeks will be being them inverts. We've got Alpen guys, Talon, Banshee, and Montu. So, yeah, and uh, with these, we made sure to make it semi equal because some of these only one of us has written. So, Alpen guys, I've written. Talon, Jack has written. Banshee, Montu, we've both written. So, if we get Alpen guys or Talon, you'll only be hearing. One. All right, I am spinning the wheel now. Spin the wheel, wee! This week's winner is Banshee. Banshee. Okay, one well, we both written. So, you want to start with me? You start. You're on the clock. Go. Oh shoot. Okay. So, uh, Banshee personally is my favorite B and M invert. Yes. Uh, it's ridiculously smooth. Has a gorgeous color scheme. Has a phenomenal layout. Is really long. You like it? A lot of, with some inverts. I feel like they end too quick, and mm-hmm. Ones that come to mind that just don't do that are Banshee and Montu. Those ones just keep going. But yeah, Banshee's long layout, uh, it's super intense. I found it probably more forceful than most of the inverts I've done. There might be a few that that rival it. And also, semi-unpopular opinion, but there's still like a decent amount of people that agree with me, I feel like. I like the Vest Restraints a lot on an invert. I didn't notice a rattle at all with Banshee, and I know a lot of people say it's because the Vestor's chains to make the trains wider and all that, but I didn't notice a rattle at all. It was super smooth, there was no head banging because of the Vestor's chains, and I didn't think it affected the ride in any way, like it did something like Valraven. So, that's my mm-hmm. review of Banshee. It's my favorite invert. It's awesome. And I think it's a worthy successor to Son of Beast. Yes, for, I, I agree with that. I, I never got to ride Son of Beast. Neither of us did, but I think it's probably a much better coaster. Mm-hmm. Much easier on King's Island's maintenance department, for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, but a lot of the same. I love the speed, intensity, uh, the link. It is insanely photogenic. That sign is probably still my favorite of any roller coaster ever. Um, I don't mind that. I'll talk about the Vestry Strengths. I don't mind them, and I don't think it's. I think the rattle, I don't know if it's a rattle as much as 
there are rides I've had on it where it felt like it was shuffling through the layout. And I've noticed a lot of those are when it's really, really hot in the middle of the summer. Um, it definitely rides better in like late October, I think is my favorite time to ride it. But I'm weird. Front, middle seat, that is my favorite because that's where I've noticed the least amount of the shuffle during the summer. But overall, I love it. I wish more parks would build inverts. Like, I know most parks have them already, but the ones that don't, please build some more of these things. They're fantastic. If they weren't so expensive, we'd see more to smaller parks for sure. Yeah, I think, and that's the big thing, is they are, like, ridiculously expensive, but they're so good. It's like, I feel like it's a, it's worth what you pay because they're that good. Mm-hmm. And you brought up the sign. That's something I forgot to bring up. Banshee's sign is definitely up there for me for uh, one of my favorite signs. And I also yeah. like uh, the queue has somewhat theming with the gravestones and the eternal flame above Son of Beast. So nice well, little. Well, the queue is a lot of fun because you're right there in the middle of the coaster. You've got the loop and lift hill and the zero G roll, and you can see the like lower half up in the distance and that's mm-hmm. another thing i per- we neither of us mentioned is that the top speed being halfway through the ride it really like you feel it kick in like as you get into that second half is just awesome and that final inline twist has great hang time too i the first time i ever rode it and everyone on the train goes oh. that's perfect yeah. banshee is really something special in my opinion mm-hmm. yeah, so that that was the twist of travel was right of the week. So next week we will have the same wheel just without banshees. So you will hear either Montu or Talon or Alpin Geist reviews. Yep. So. All right. Moving Our on, next continuing segment. the King's Island trend. Yep. It's this week in history, and I'll let you talk about this one a little bit, and then I'll comment. Okay. So this week in history, three years ago today, the, the day, day we're that we are recording this, which is April thirteenth, two thousand twenty. Mystic Timbers, open to the public. Now, Mystic Timbers is a ride that I know both me and Jack absolutely love. Yep. Uh, the setting really does it for me, and I love how it has some good theming. That sign I might like better than Banshees. I've got a why. couple of pictures of that sign that make me think it's it's on the same level. Yeah. Like, I've got... It- I'll post it on Twitter at some point this week for everyone to see. I have one picture of the sign that I edited to make look like it was straight out of the 80s. That's just phenomenal. Yeah, Mystic's a, a, just a great ride. Everything about it. There's like It's one of those Cedar Fair rides that they've just made into almost a complete experience with the theming. Like, just walking up to it is enjoyable, not just when you're on the ride. But yeah, the sign, the queue's pretty good. The setting is great. It's filled with ejector and i know a lot of people were disappointed by the shed but i didn't become an enthusiast until uh like right around mystic timbers announcement and i never really got hyped about the shed because i was still new to everything so i was never disappointed in it and i thought that it was just way better than a normal break run i thought the shed was a nice little touch in my opinion yeah the shed is definitely one of those things people um got way too crazy about i mean we all knew it was just gonna be something simple but i think i mean mystic has just such a great ride it is not my favorite gci i know it's a controversial opinion i have another favorite it is mine it but it is almost exclusively always my first ride of the day so 
Yeah. I remember my first time writing Mystic, I was like kind of torn whether I liked it or Diamondback more. And then the next day I went back and wrote it like six times and you just you know you just admitted that on the podcast and my, now my dad is going to use it against you for the rest of existence. Oh, yeah. Right? No, I did re- I did still like Diamondback, but and I honestly expected me to like it way more than Mystic. And then it disappointed me a little bit. And I was like, well, which one do I like better? And the next day Mystic just stole my heart. And I love yeah. that ride. Yeah. And then also I'll throw it out there just because we're Kings Island. Also, 41 years ago today, the Beast opened. We talked about the Beast last week, though, so we won't go crazy. But happy birthday to those two Kings Island rides. Um, we love you both. Yes. So. All right, our last segment of the day. Heck, we still have another segment to go. I thought we were done. <laughs> now, this... Uh, so this, this was something that came out a while ago, actually, but never really flew under me or Jack's radar until a recent was... Reddit post about it. Yeah, I think it was one of those things... When this originally got like released was right when the whole world was starting to fall apart. Mm-hmm. So I it doesn't. I said to Chris, it doesn't surprise me. It made it under our radars, but we found it now. We're going to talk about it, and that is Cedar's Fair is spending close to two hundred million dollars. Uh, I think we should throw out a little disclaimer that that could change with everything that's going on, but that's what they last said. Yeah, I I believe it though. I think they seriously could spend this much money in the next couple of years. 190 million. 2022 was the year that was discussed a lot. Uh I think it was Amusement Insiders who first broke this and they said that 2022 was like the main year that was talked about. Well, so, let's break it down. So 2022 is going to be ill than two I think there's a couple of parks that will get coasters that year for sure. So well, okay, so I'd say on average we see, like, what, two $20 million coasters? Oh, yeah, maybe. This is talking this about... This will probably those... be four, three or four. At least. Yeah. And another thing that was brought up was that Cedar Fair, or I don't know if Cedar Fair said this directly, but this is what was talked about in the Amusement Insider, was that Cedar Fair might be buying rides that take multiple years to pay off. So think Fury, but now think that they could go even further. So how much was Fury? Close to $30 million? Right around. Right, that O'Brien and Leviathan all roughly cost $30 million. So now we so. could be looking at 35 to $40 million, you think. So we could see something like Fury. I, okay. Literally last week's episode, I said, if anybody has the money to build Fury but longer, that would be like the only thing that could beat Fury, I think, for the mm-hmm. best B&M. Literally, like, I mean, it could happen now. Well, I, now that we'll get into it. We're going to just pretty much go through park by park and give our thoughts on what we think they could get. But the only major park that would be, because let's be honest, they're not going to give a Michigan's Adventure a giga. So, There's no way. So the only park left that I could see getting something that big is Cedar Point. And yeah, they already have a Giga, but they're Cedar Point. They'll build a second one. They could go up to like 350 feet. Or I'm just going to throw it out there. What if somehow they talk B&M to do on the 500-foot coaster? That'd be ridiculous. But honestly, that would probably be just way too expensive, even for... Even for Cedar Fair, I feel like. At that yeah. point, 
I feel like he'd be pushing fifty million. Well, I, there more. was always that interview that Tony Clark gave, and they asked, "It's like, so how do you top Steel Vengeance?" And Tony was like, shrugged and said, "Oh, don't you worry." What? Well, okay, we could speculate about that another time, but we'll we'll see what happens. Anyway, so let's just walk through parks one by one, alphabetical, and just yeah, talk but about basically. What we think. The Reddit post was saying, like, could every Cedar Fair Park get a new coaster by 2022? So basically what we're going to say is, what could we see every single Cedar Fair Park get as their next coaster? Mm-hmm. And first and up, so, we have California's Great America. So I have a couple, I have two ideas for this park. One is that they're going to get their hyper that they've been rumored to get for forever. And with that hyper, it's either going to be B&M or this is my probably one of my more controversial ones. SNS. I could see an SNS hyper along the lines of Steel Curtain be built. That's one of the ideas. The other thing that I could see happening is in their uh, plan they had to submit to the council a few years ago about their like, here's what we want to do with the park thing. They were listed as getting an intimate impulse coaster. Mm-hmm. So what if Possessed is going to California as Great America? That's my other thought, and I could easily see either one okay. of those happening. I like your thoughts, and I think the hyper is going to come, and I think they're going to follow that plan. So I do think they're going to get the impulse. But in that plan, and uh, I'm sorry if I'm wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure this is true. The plan said that it was that their impulse was going to be 200-plus feet. Mm-hmm. So my th- what I'm saying is Wicked Twister. I think they're going to get Wicked Twister and Possessed is going to go elsewhere. I think after Wicked Twister comes to CGA, that's when they'll get their hyper, maybe a few years later. Yeah, so... That's my prediction. How tall is Possessed? And the other question is, is it 200 feet actual? Or are they talking just 200 feet in general? Because they could easily like elevate the thing and make it taller. Possessed is 180. So yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. And Wicked Twister has been rumored, so I could see either, but I'm going to stick with Wicked Twister since it's 215 feet. I think either way, I think there's no, there's no way that they're getting a movement impulse. I think they're getting one of the other Cedar Fair parks. Um, so it's just a matter of which one. Uh, arguments could be made for either. Mm-hmm. It possessed just fits because it's oddly missing from the Dorney plans. Yeah, it so, it almost makes too much sense, but at the same time, since it said two hundred, you have to take that into consideration, yeah. in my opinion. I well, think that's it, one of those things that very well could there may have very well been the intention when that was like sent. It's like, hey, that's we'll just true. Wicked Twister, but then they've decided down the line, well, let's just switch and send Possessor instead. But yeah, I could see that. That's All right. That's CGA. Canada's Next Wonderland. Up, Canada's Wonderland. Yep. This park, they can scrap most every coaster they've got um, and start rebuilding their collection from the ground up pretty much. So So what do you have? I've got a couple of different options. I think they're either going to get a ground-up... I think they're going to either bulldoze one of their woodies and get a ground-up RMC. Or I think they're going to bulldoze their SLC and get a B&M invert. Either would fit fantastic at that park okay because they their slc is one of my least favorite coasters ever 
so they could use like a good invert. Okay, I can see that. I guess see what you're saying. I my thoughts are they have a lot with lift hills. So I think they need a launch coaster. I'm predicting a mock multi-launch. Where? Who knows? It could literally go anywhere but where Leviathan, Behemoth, Vortex, and Yukon are, or around the mountain. Those rides aren't going to get moved. Those parts are pretty. That part's pretty well landlocked. They're probably taking something out to put something in. Exactly. They could take flight deck out. They could take time warp out. They could take them both out and put a big coaster in because they're right next to one another. Yeah. But I think mock multi-launch makes a lot of sense for Canada's Wonderland. Yeah, I can also I hear the I can agree with that. So, all right, Carowinds is next or third. So GCI. I'm interested to hear what you have to say. They need a Woody. They need a GCI. Okay, I I have the same thing. Where where are you thinking it's going to go? <sighs> Depends on if they tear a coaster out or not. If they don't tear one out, probably down behind Action Zone. Although that put it right. I think there's two options. I think the Rapid Ride is the good chance it goes there. The other thing I said is maybe they get rid of the two pieces of garbage in the middle of the park. I agree with that. And put something there. Um, I think no matter what, though, I think their next coaster needs to be wood. Um, I think GCI preferably. I think a coaster like Mystic Timbers or Gold Striker would do phenomenal at that park. So, yeah, I'm thinking where the Rapids ride is, uh, either that or where Nighthawk is, because does doesn't CGA kind of have like Gold Striker's one of the first things you see that kind of attracts you. When you walk in the park, you've got like the Main Street Fountain area, and mm-hmm. then pretty much like about halfway down the entrance to that main street area is gold striker. Yeah. So I thought that they could always in... do something like that with a GCI where mm-hmm. GCI is right there. You see it kind of pulls you in. So I'm thinking right. either there or the rapids ride replacing Nighthawk or the rapids ride. Mm-hmm. Next up we have Cedar point, which we could be looking at very soon with their whole anniversary ordeal. What can yeah, you see going this... to Cedar point? So much. There's so much. I, let's just like for this one, let's not overanalyze it. Let's just say a couple things and kind of. We could spend on. a lot of time on this, but we won't. That's well. That's what I fear is if we really started talking about this, this would be another thirty minutes of us talking. Mm-hmm. Um. So Cedar Point, the couple things, either a racing GCI of some sorts, or BNM Flyer, or. I hesitate to say it because I know everyone's like, RMC and CE Fair don't have a good relationship. How many times do we hear that a day on Reddit? But I could see this possibly being the site for the first T-Rex. Yeah. Uh, if if a T-Rex happens anytime soon, I think it would probably be Cedar Point. But if I'm being more realistic, I think either a B&M Flyer or a Gerslauer Infinity that breaks the inversions record. Yeah, I think something like Smiler at Cedar Point could be really cool with 15 inversions. It could be compact, so it doesn't take up a lot of land. I think that's where I'm not sure where they would put it, but I could definitely see them making room I with how compact like Smiler a, is. Like a boardwalk area, kind of like they have at Knots and doing the light package. Like, that'd be awesome. So. 
Yeah, now it's even bigger than hang time. Oh, yeah. Way bigger. <laughs> like, All 10 right. inversions bigger. <laughs> Dorney. Um, I think gravity group. Know, I, think, I think everyone should know by this point what Dorney's getting. Yeah. Did, if you fell asleep during the first half of the episode. <laughs> Do we want to say after gravity group, though? I say we just leave it because the gravity group we speculated twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. So I think we just yeah okay that's a good point. So Dorney gravity group easy. Michigan's adventure. This is the other place I think that possessed could go. That's my prediction. I think possessed will go to Michigan's adventure. And besides that, they're going to get some trash cans, maybe a new bench. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Now, okay, I will say I will throw this out there. And this is a very far-fetched, I wish it would happen. If they RMC Wolverine Wild, if they RMC Wolverine Wildcat, I would be like super happy because that coaster could use it. They would get a lot more enthusiasts if they did that. Yeah, they do that. And I saw I've seen a couple of things recently of like people RMCing Shivering Timbers, and that's just they that coaster is not an RMCable coaster. It's just it's an out and back woody. Yeah, wh- why not... do that when you could do Wolverine Wildcat? Well, yeah, Wolverine Wildcat fits a lot more with like the types of layouts RMC works with. Mm-hmm. Like RMC's never done an out and back coaster. The closest to Untamed. They, I mean, that's pretty. It loops around itself though. Yeah, but it's the most similar to an out and back that they've done. Well, they and they've built two ground ups, kinda like you've got Goliath and Zadra, which both kind of run out and come back. But t- so untamed was how much? How long was Robin Hood? It was. Uh, I'm pulling it up now. Me too. So Robin Hood was thirty three thousand three hundred ninety five feet tall with a hundred or or not that tall that long and hundred and five feet tall. Shivering Timbers is well over a mile, and I think it's how tall is it? 122 feet tall, but it's 5,383 feet long, and it's yeah, literally a straight line out, turn around, straight line back, helix, break run. They could do stuff to switch it up, but they'd have a much better time with Wolverine Wildcat, and yeah, for sure. there would be no point doing it to Shivering Timbers when you could do it to Wolverine Wildcat, because then you would plus, have two good coasters. Plus, Shivering Timbers, um, for those who have ridden it, probably agree with me for those who haven't the best way i can describe it is it is a smaller version of voyage this is like the predecessor to voyage and it's it's not as crazy as voyage but it is really good so yeah so now we have king's island okay so this is one of my home parks ish so i've got opinions on this one but i have my prediction okay i think 2022, I'll say 2022, Mock Multi Launch where Vortex was. That's what I think as well. And if not that, then I'm thinking a BM wing. I know a lot of people have said dive, but that why? Like, why? Like, I mean, Griffin is far, but at the same time, not that far. Val Raven is in the same state. North. I, but then you make the argument with a wing, you've also got Gatekeeper in the same state. But what if they did it launched? Well, Thunderbird is close. Man, I don't know. 
Mac mock multi launch still makes the most sense to me, and I hope that's what they do. And who knows? Maybe they could do a flyer if Cedar Point doesn't do a flyer. Well, yeah, I think the big reason, and everyone says it, and it's true, is dives just draw in the people. Yeah, and Kings Island has an issue. No matter how big they go, they never have a jump in attendance. Hmm. By any substantial That's actually amount. a good point. So it's kind of a hard... That's the big, that was one of the big points with Orion. It was like, even if we were to build a 350-foot ride, we don't have the guest increase. Like, it, guests barely increased with Mystic. They barely increased with Banshee. It's like, so we can't financially justify paying more for a ride if we're not going to make more money. So... Which is just odd because with mock you're gonna have a big issue. Is mocks are generally really, really, really expensive. Like I don't think it was ever publicly stated, but I think Copperhead came in at a cost of thirty million, which is right around That's... the same as Fury, and around the same as uh, Orion, a couple of other things. So yeah, but Cedar Fair loves their their quality, and mock is. Definitely in the top tier, I'd say, for reliability and just having a ride that you know will be good if you buy one. Yeah, and Mock, like Copperhead Strike, just phenomenal. It's in my top ten. I mean, it's just such a good ride. Yeah. I'm going to say Mock, but there's so many other options, I feel like, that it could be. Mm -hmm. Next up, we have King's Dominion. I think this is easy for both of us. Yeah, pretty easy. <laughs> SNS 4D free spin. I think that's 2021. I think they're getting another ride in 2022, though. I think the wing will come after that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was a pretty easy one. Knots. This is an interesting one. Yeah, so Knots is another park. Very landlocked. They got issues with that, so... I read recently, though, that they might do something behind Ghost Rider. Or, not behind, but, like, south of Ghost Rider. Yeah. They might have a little bit of room. They've also got a couple of areas that they could like reinvigorate, but I think with knots, they really they've got a very well-rounded collection of coasters. I I'm and so the big issue with knots is everything they build has to be high throughput, but they also theme everything like insanely well. Yeah. Knots, Knots, I knew coming into our episode when we had talked about doing this was going to be one that would be interesting. So this is one that I I thought about a little bit. And I know I've said it twice already, but I'm going to say it a third time. Since Knots is one of those parks that does have high attendance, makes a lot of money, I think they could also be in the running for a mock multi-launch in the future if they find the room. I know they already have Accelerator, but this would be so much different since Accelerator is really just a top hat and a couple of turns. They can make like an actual full layout with inversions and everything. Mm-hmm. The other thing you really have to think about with Knots is they're in such a theme park rich in competition environment mm-hmm. that whatever they build, they try to make sure that one of their neighbors doesn't have or doesn't have something similar enough to. 
So with dark rides, it's always like, don't just try to be different from Disney. And with coasters, it's try to be different from Magic Mountain. Yeah. I mean, you could kind of say, I guess, that a mock multi-launch would be similar to Full Throttle. And uh, West, West Coast, Coast Racers. Racers. I, hmm, that's interesting. I'm still going to say that, though, because they can make it longer than both, probably. And they would have theming and everything. So yeah, some of the other options, um, I think Knott's is a park that if they got a dive machine, they would be people to theme it right, like Baron 1898 level theming. I and I think if oh, they did that, it worked really well. So I could see dive. That's um, a good idea. I could, and they're fairly compact. That was my other reasoning. So I'm gonna say dive for Knott's, and I know it's everyone's like, yeah, but it's a dive. But I'm thinking 18 Baron 1898 level theming. In Ghost Town, I think that'd be epic. So, yeah. So after Knotts, we have our last two parks, two of the smaller ones. We have Valley Fair first. Yeah, Valley Fair. Um, I'm gonna say Armsy Raptor. I I'm gonna say the same thing. Uh, they have, they have space. I know that, so they could definitely fit it. Mm-hmm. Space is not an issue. And uh, I don't see them getting anything super expensive anytime soon. So Raptor makes sense. And then yeah, I think it just makes logistic sense for that park. So Worlds of Fun mm-hmm. as our last one. So Worlds of Fun. Hmm. Heck, I I'm think almost Worlds to... of Fun. I could also say Raptor, but since I just said that, I'm going to be a little different, and I'll go with a, a Gerslauer Infinity the size of Hang Time. Yeah, I could see a Raptor, um, or I could see an Infinity. I could also even possibly see a maybe a prototype coaster, SNS Axis, or that'd be cool. Free spin. I hate to say it, but the free spin, I could see it. Yeah, I, I could see a free spin as well. SNXS oh. Axis, that's one that I didn't really think about. It's, I don't Cedar know. Fair is never the company I thought would jump the gun, but maybe. They'll probably wait for Six Flags to do something first. I've still got money on like a small park getting one of those first to prove they work. So. Yeah, and that would make whatever small park it is a real destination for enthusiasts. Oh yeah, for sure. Maybe that park in North Dakota, or South, whatever Dakota it's in, should build one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The one in Sioux Falls or whatever it is. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our predictions. Yeah, that's the list of parks. I do have one other thing I want to throw out, though. Is there, like, 190 million is not a lot, but is there a chance they could buy a really small park? That's a good point. Hmm. Could Cedar Fair buy park with that money? Like, and I'm not thinking, like, not anything big. Like, something small that makes money. Is, like, that a possibility? I'm trying to think of an example. Like, off the top of my head, Indiana Beach pops in. But I know they won't buy that park, but, like, something that size. Maybe. That's a good point. That I... Since they're going to spend that much in one year, if they're going to buy a park, that I'd say that will probably be the year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but maybe. 
So that was it. Our, yeah, that's our thoughts on Cedar Fair uh, breaking the bank. <laughs> it's like we'd like to cash this check for 190 million dollars. I can see Walter Bullisher's eyes lighting up. It's like you want how many coasters? Yeah. Um, so definitely, we're gonna keep an eye on that. Well, I think it'll be fun in like two years. Okay, so I say this in 2022. After all these, after all this is over, I think we need to come back, listen to this episode, like do an episode where we literally listen to this and see how wrong we were. Yeah, that's a good idea. We can I, see it. I'm interested to like, see what happens. So someone will remind us in like two years to come back and play this episode again and just see how much we got right, how much we got wrong. and Yeah. All right. So That was our last segment, so I guess that's it. We made yeah, it through episode it two. This week. Thank you all for listening so much. Uh, updates on like the podcast, just where it's at. You can get it on our official website, Twisted Travelers. Um, you can find it. We'll post it on Twitter. You can also find us. We are on Spotify now. Just search Twisted Travelers, and one of our episodes should pop up, pop up, and you can follow us that way. We are working on getting approved by Apple to be on the official Apple Podcast app, and we will let you know as soon as that happens. Fingers crossed it's sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Other than that, if you got questions, comments, concerns, let us know on Twitter or on our website. You have a question for us. You want to know some random thing? Ask us. We'll answer your question next week. So I want to hear y'all's predictions. Yes, let us know your predictions as well. And with that, anything else you want to add? Nope. Okay, we'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>